Give me a hug. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Rachel really wanted to kiss me before we started the podcast. She, could, she couldn't help herself. Of my foot right now. Um, where is she? She's licking the bottom of my foot. Oh, so today we already did our podcast. Um, by the way, if you guys are curious, like well, Travis, why are your podcasts getting shorter and shorter and shorter? It's not that they're getting shorter. Uh, we're just trying to make them shorter. <laughs> what? That was the worst description I've you ever heard. You know what I mean? Why are they getting shorter? They're not. We're just making them shorter. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Okay, okay. Thinking? What I was, were you thinking as the words were coming out of your mouth? I honestly, what was I thinking? I was thinking of, because uh, we just got a text message on here from like our family's WhatsApp, and I'm like, well, I wonder if there's new pictures of Rowan in there. So my brain was just like it over stopped. here. My brain was over here, and my words were like right here. Anyways. Um, They're getting shorter because we, we want, want them, them to, to be shorter. shorter because I feel like a 30-minute segment is easier to listen to than an hour for a lot of people. Even like a 15-minute segment wouldn't be that bad. Yeah. I think I think 20 we, minutes? 15, 20 minutes is like the ideal time. Yeah. So if you guys are like, Travis, no, oh my God, no. We also don't have the time to do two, two hour po- one-hour podcasts in a row today. Oh, well, not, yeah, exactly. So, like, you, I know we, the reason why we skipped last Sunday is not because we were lazy. It's just because um, we we're, were, we're, like, we are lazy we're that busy. day. No, we were busy. We're I'm gone. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's because we were um, busy. Obviously, like, you know, holidays and stuff. So, yeah, I want to make sure we get, get you guys. Oh, shit, I forgot to change the 9 to the 10. Let me just change it mid, mid-session. mid Oh, my gosh. High-quality stuff. High-quality stuff. All right, so we'll act like nothing happened there. So everybody, if you're listening, nothing happened. Well, listening, they would never have known. Listening, you would never have known. Watching, you would have been like, oh, my God, how could they do such a thing? Um, so instead of doing our – so we obviously just had our format last, which we're going to continue on every time. Um, but now well, we're going to talk I'm about – We had a new format we did last time, which we're going to use going forward. Right. So, which was basically where – so if you guys are curious about our format, once again, it's Q&A. If we have a guest – news, uh, you know, fact of the day, random fact of the day, uh, story of the day, then review a show or something. Uh, and then we're going to jump in t- and then we do our advice of the day. And then our, and then we talk about like how our previous podcast went, if we have anything to talk about for that. Um, but today we have like a concrete topic that we want to just talk about. So sometimes we'll have this stuff, you know, if we have like a bunch of jumble of like movies that we watched or something like that. So it'd be random, you know, Honestly, we make the rules. You got it. So today, uh, well, now we're going to be talking about anxiety. The anxiety cast. Anxiety cast, yeah. So um, I'm sure a few of you guys probably know that, um, you know, me and Rachel, well, Rachel more than I, but like. Hey. Well, yeah. Not always. Okay, not true. Not true. One, uh, both have anxiety, um, like pretty bad sometimes. And I'm sure everybody else can kind of relate if you have anxiety yourself. Um, So kind of just talk about it, you know where it stemmed from, like, when did you start finding out that you had anxiety, blah, 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 blah. Maybe avoiding, like, some, you know, heavy topics, but I don't know. Um, Let's get onto it. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want to, like, spill the beans. Um, I'll spill my beans. Yeah. But my, um, so my anxiety um, is basically, like, it didn't start until, I didn't really know what anxiety was until I was about 20-something, and that's when I started feeling anxious. Um, it was after like a certain event happened. Um, uh, somebody close to me like passed away from a heart attack. So um, after that, 
there was like a random thing that happened. I was like drinking or something like that. And then I started feeling like really like, oh, it's like, it's hard to breathe and blah, 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 blah. Um, and then I started realizing like what anxiety was after that. Mm-hmm. So that was my, basically when I started. Um, I would say I was always a slightly anxious person in general. Like I wouldn't say I was having panic attacks or anything like that, but for as long as I can remember, like to a small child, I was always like a nervous, like kind of like on edge kind of person right. about new situations, especially. And I always had my weird, like, like I have a metaphobia and I've had that since I was like, what's metaphobia for people that don't where know? Where a fear of like vomiting. So fear of like being around someone who's sick or getting sick yourself. Yeah. I've had that. I can remember being like five years old and one of my siblings being sick and me being like having a meltdown. So I've always had that. Mm-hmm. And most of my anxiety is probably related to that. Um, but I can think I didn't, I don't think I had my first panic attack that I can like remember being a panic attack until I was in college. Yeah. So like in high school and stuff, I would get nervous for things and I, I sometimes had like some anxiety or stress, but like it never kind of interrupted my life or made any big change like that. Um, it just kind of was like an underlying feeling and I didn't really acknowledge that it was anxiety or anything. Um, and it wasn't until I moved away for college that I started having like panic attacks. Yeah. I never really knew what a real panic attack was until I had one with I think Rachel at the time. And then and then when I when I went with Rachel to I, what basically happened was I felt like really shitty. I was I stayed up like for 24 hours. Um I stayed up for 24 hours. No, you'd had one before that. Did I? Yeah. Remember before we met, you said that you had a really bad panic attack and you ended up going to the doctor. It was like the night we actually met, but I didn't like know you well. That, that you happened? stayed at Dan's house and then you woke up and you said you went to the hospital. I uh, I don't know. You no, just remember you had, I like, went there. you had like heart tests done. That was, that was oh, before right, we met. Right, right, that was right. before we've ever met. Yeah. So, um, after my initial like anxiety, like thing when I was like 20, that's right. Yeah, you're right. Um, I was like freaking out cause I was like, Oh my God, like what's going on? Like, cause when you're anxious, your heart goes fast. Right. So mm-hmm. I immediately was like, Oh, my heart's faster. This person passed away from a heart attack. Then I'm going to be having a heart attack. And so I went to, um, I w- went to the clinic and when you go to the clinic, they're like, Oh, we're going to refer you because yeah, like, you know, maybe they we'll, do Oh, sorry. Basic. First, what they did was they're like, we, they want, want you to have a, ha- a heart monitor. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, so I have a heart monitor and I return and they're like, everything works fine. Mm-hmm. But because we want to make sure everything's good, we're going to send you through like, um, like, a, you, you know, when you like watch the Simpsons and like Homer's running on like the treadmill test and stuff. Exactly. It's a stress test. Exactly that. Mm-hmm. And then they do like, a they do like, a a monitor of your heart with like, um, same thing that the, like an ultrasound. And everything tested like great, except he was like, "Oh, you should try to get more vitamin C." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> it's like, "Come on, what?" Okay. So, um, so then after that, I was like, "Okay, whatever." So the thing is, is that with anxiety, is no matter how many doctors tell you everything's gonna be fine, you're still like anxious no matter what, right? So after that, I was good for a little while, and then um, I went back a few times, and then. Um, I remember I had like a really bad panic attack because I stayed up like drinking all night, like for 24 hours. It was crazy. Um, not like drunk, drunk, but it was like just drinking. And it was for my friend's birthday. And then, How old would you have been at this time? It was when I met you, right? So you would have been like, what, 25? Yeah. 26? About that, yeah. And so then 
Um, then I was like freaking out. I was like, oh my God, like I was hyperventilating and I was like, oh no, this is like, this is it. Like, this is a heart attack. And then I got there and they're like, have you ever heard of like, um, like, uh, have you ever heard of a panic attack before? And I was like, oh, that was a panic attack. And that was the first time I ever experienced like knowing what was happening. Yeah. Um, and like, it's crazy, you know, it's, it's, it's shitty to think about. So then after that, um, he was like, well, you should, you could get yourself like a muscle relaxer and all that stuff. I'm like, I hate medication. Like, I think, not that I think medication is stupid. I think just if you don't need it and you can do other things to prevent it, that's kind of like what I don't, I don't want to be taking medication every day because there's so many side effects and all that other stuff. So then I went to the clinic and then the same person, like, because my other doctor was like, yeah, take medication. So he like prescribed me um, like this, like daily uh, medication. And I was like, why is like the list of side effects so long? And he's like, well, like that's how many side effects there are. And I'm like, so the one of the side effects was literally heart attack for taking this medication. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like I'm taking this medication to prevent a heart attack. I mean, not prevent a heart attack, but because I'm anxious about heart attacks, but the medication says that you can have a heart attack or like... They have to put those on there. And I'm like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. So I was like, no, I, I took it. And I remember I threw it in the, my cu- like the cupboard down like where we, where we used to live. I tossed it in there. And I'm like, I'm going to the gym. I'm pretty sure I threw it out when we moved. It was in there for like five years. Five years, yeah. yeah. And I never opened it. I never touched it at all. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go to the gym because I read that like going to the gym like helped a ton. And sure enough, like I felt like really, really good after that. And then, like, periodically, like, you know, anxiety happens. So, mm-hmm. um, Usually for you, it's, like, not usually, always for you, it's, like, related to Yeah, like, it, if I ever wake up and I feel like, so sometimes if you wake up and you feel like you haven't ate the night before uh, or, like, you're hungry when you wake up and you kind of feel like that, like, oh, you know, I'm hungry slash, like, I feel not, like, lightheaded, but kind of like that, that's when I'm, like, oh, my God, my heart, like, blah, 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 blah. And the worst is that, like, with with it, like, anxiety, like, nowadays, like, because I recently, like, like this, when we went on, when we went on the trip, I was really bad. Like, it was really, really bad. And that's why, like, people were like, oh, how was, how was the trip to Disney? And it was good, but I was freaking anxious the entire time. And it ruined, like, half the trip for me because I, you know, the plane, it was, like, up, as soon as we went on the plane, that's as soon as, like, my anxiety hit. And um, before we left, I was talking to like, you know, the doctors and they're like, oh, you'll be okay, blah, 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 blah. So anyways, we get back um, after and I'm like freaking out. I'm still anxious, super heavily anxious. And I'm talking to all these doctors and they're like, one's like medication once again, of course. And then the other one's like, oh, you need to do coping mechanisms and therapy. And I'm like, okay. So then um, then I'm like, well, Rachel's sister, like she's like a nurse and all this stuff. So I was talking to her and she's like, well, you know, you can't have a heart attack just because like you have to have high cholesterol for a long period of time. Uh, and like generally like there's some sort of medical thing where if you're taking like medication and all of a sudden you just stop taking it, like that's not good for you. And I'm like, are you serious? I'm like, so I'm like, I'm fine. Like I'm not going to have a heart attack. She's like, no, your heart can run like very, very fast for as long as you want. And you're not going to have any issues. She's like, but if your cholesterol is high, like when you have blockage, that's when you have a heart attack. I'm like, why don't these people, I'm like, why don't these doctors tell you that? Mm-hmm. Instead of just going, oh, take medication, see you later, got to go by. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so as soon as that happened, I felt like a lot better. I mean, I still had a little bit of like trickling anxiety like left over because it was all built up and stuff. Um, but then it kind of was like still like a little anxious doing certain things because I was like, like the fear for me is like being super anxious during like a live stream or something. Because like I've, ha- I've had very, 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 very bad anxiety while streaming and people are like, oh, I can never even tell you're anxious. Mm-hmm. 
It's because we've gotten so good at it. Yeah, at hiding it. Because it's so common. Imagine <laughs> like it happens so often. Imagine for us that we just a, know how to like make it look like it's not happening. Yeah, like imagine having like an internal meltdown, like while people are like watching you and like trying to make it so they can't tell that you're like it happens to me all the time. Yeah, and like a lot of a lot of streamers like suffer with it and like just like live with it and like it's whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, for me lately, it's it's been fine because like I was like you know what I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be fine you know I'll go to the gym and all that stuff. Um, but what I found recently that actually helped a lot was uh, taking vitamins. Like I started taking my vitamins. And I started feeling like I start now take like a daily dose of like multivitamins and i swear i felt i feel amazing like the other day i had like a little bit of anxiety and it was just gone mm -hmm. so i don't know if like it has anything to do with vitamins but definitely like going to the gym for me helped a shit ton and then now like just you know that as well too i mean i'm sure like eating healthy is always good too but for the for me those two have been like a thing mm -hmm. and you know just like no talking to the right people and not just for me just jumping right into medication because i know a lot of times when people are like heavily anxious you know doctors are like you got to take that medication. You got to, like, even when I went to like my own, I wanted my one and only therapist, uh, uh, session, you know, she was like, Oh, you know, maybe we can talk about medication. And I was there. The annoying part is that I was there to, for her to convince me that nothing's going to happen with a heart attack. And as soon as I got there, she's like, well, you know, healthy people pass away from heart attacks as well too. And I'm like, okay, that's not helping. Mm -hmm. You know, don't talk about that. But she was trying to be rational. I, well, sorry, I mean, it just sucks. I, I'll talk about it, but I've been to therapists before. Yeah. It what sucks is that it, they don't always, like, like, they're humans like everyone else, right? So, like, you kind of have to find the right fit. Yeah. Like, her brand of therapy does not work for you. No, it does not at all. Like, I was she actually... She seems, like, very much like a realist. Like, she's going to tell you, like, these are the facts. Yeah. Even if it scares you, like, and you her, need to confront the reality. Her, right. Her idea was, like, coping with it and, like, breathing yeah. mechanisms and or breathing things or whatever. And I'm like, sure. But, like, if I'm there and the worst is that when I got there, she was like, okay, before you restart, you have to make sure that you pay me 150 bucks. I'm like, okay. I'm like, can I pay you at the end? She's like, yeah. And then, like, 10 minutes before the session was over, she's like, oh, let's start the payment process. Mm -hmm. And I was like, get the f out of here. You know what I mean? Like, it just angered me. And I was like, this is stupid. Mm -hmm. So, you know, obviously, like, anything can happen to anybody. You know, it's like a one in a million chance that you're going to win the lottery kind of thing, right? So you never know, right? But anyway, so those were my helps. And, like, it's helped me a ton. And, like, you know, obviously, I try not to drink a lot because I think that kind of brings on anxiety. Mm -hmm. So overall, anxiety sucks. But that's my story so far. Mm -hmm. You can go now. Because okay. <laughs> I just talked like a shit that. Okay. Uh, so like I said, I always kind of had like a general anxiety-ish feeling, but never usually panic attacks. And my anxiety is like 99% centralized around my emetophobia, which I'm always scared of getting sick or being around someone who's sick. And it kind of like permeates like everything in my life. <laughs> like, uh, if I'm about to go on vacation, I become hyper aware of like, who's around me? Does anyone have germs? Has anyone been sick recently? I don't want to catch it. Like... I don't like going to the gym for the sole, not for the sole reason I don't like going to the gym, but also because like so many sick people touch all those things and then you touch them. And yeah. like, I'm a, no, I wouldn't say I'm a germaphobe. No. I'm just like specifically afraid of like someone sick getting me sick. Um, if someone like we know has been sick recently, I don't want to like hang out with them for like a couple weeks until I'm sure they're not sick anymore. Yeah. And this doesn't apply to like colds. I'm like, whatever. Like if I have a cold, it's like I deal with it. Like I don't care. I'm just like terrified of like vomiting yeah. i don't know why i've just always have been so um i always get very stressed before any important situations like in when i was doing my master's i moved away to london and it was my first time like not living at home and i was living i was in a different relationship and it was like not a good relationship 
and we weren't very happy. So like it was stressful and stuff. And I was like in class and it was like doing my master's. So it was super stressful. And anytime it would be like, I had an important presentation or I had to do like, I had to work at the same time. And it was like crazy hours. I would get like super scared that I was going to get sick and then I was going to mess it up. And then I was going to like, you know, I had taken out this student loan and I was like, I can't afford to like not do well at this. Mm -hmm. And I think that like made it really bad. So once I graduated, I still was living there for another year while my boyfriend at the time was finishing his schooling. And I became so anxious that I pretty much didn't leave the apartment. Yeah. Like I had just gotten Saber at the time and um, I just sat in the apartment all day with her and didn't do anything because I was so like I would go out to go to the grocery store and have like an actual meltdown panic attack like sitting at the bus stop like bawling my eyes out shaking yeah just trying to go to the grocery store like when i first when i first <clears throat> met rachel so so i the funny thing is rachel says that about her past relationship mine as well too basically when i would get anxious uh like the the girl would basically be like oh what like what do you have to worry about like it's fine like you're just like making it up i'm like no like i think i'm like i, I don't know what's going on and i never really realized that what anxiety was and i try to tell people like you know I, I have this weird feeling i think it's anxiety blah blah blah. and it was it, when people don't understand what anxiety is they'll be like oh you'll be okay like just don't think about it don't think about it. it's like that's not the way it works yeah you know so i think it's hard to be with somebody that doesn't understand it because they just shrug it off and go, you'll be fine, which sometimes I do. And I, I feel bad for because like sometimes I'll be fine and Rachel will be like super anxious. And I'm like, it's going to be OK. It's going to be OK. It's going to be OK. But you kind of have to find the right words and like, you know, kind of make them forget about it, you know, mm -hmm. like have a bunch of fireworks or something. So they just like have something to look at. <laughs> but um, but it was funny because when I first met Rachel, um, we were like texting and all this stuff. And she was like freaking out because she didn't want to like hang out for the first time. Uh, and she was like, okay. And she I'm waiting to see what his version of the story is so, in this so I can tell so, him the correct version. So we first, so we started, um, we started texting, uh, like after we met Rachel, like made sure that she got my number. She was like adamant. She was like, I need that guy's number. And I was like, whoa, no. whoa, back up, baby. No, back up, baby. No, this is not true. <laughs> this is not true. So anyway, so, so like we texted each other and then. Um, I'm like, oh, like, you know, do you want to hang out and stuff? And she wasn't feeling well. Or she said she had a cold or something. And I was like, okay. So I was like, do you want to hang out? And she's like, sure. So we schedule a time and then she doesn't hang out. And then, so the next time, like the week goes again. No, I didn't cancel. You came to over to my apartment. No, this was like, remember I asked you three or four times and eventually you said no. And then you said, yeah, sure. I don't so the first time I asked her, she said, no, unfortunately I'm feeling too sick. I can't hang out today. And I was like, oh, okay. So the, the cancel, the plans were canceled like the last second. Second time it happened again. And I was like, okay. So then I asked one more time after like like a week passed, and I said, how are you feeling now? And she's like, oh, I'm feeling better. Let's hang out. And then we were supposed to go somewhere. We we're supposed to go somewhere uh, to hang out. And she said, oh, how about? She said on on second thought, I'm not, I'm still not feeling the best. And I thought she was gonna say, let's not hang out. But she said, why don't you come to my apartment instead? And I said, sure, that sounds fine. And so I got there and, uh, but like the, the beauty about what we were texting before, it was, she finally said, mm -mm. She, yeah, you timeline's wrong. What? You we hung out for the, in at my apartment for like, I think it was like a couple hours. We just like talked and whatever. And then you left. Yeah. And then the next time we hung out, I was coming to your house. And before I came, I had a doctor's appointment because at that time, which I haven't even gotten a chance to talk about this, I was on medication. I was weaning off of my anxiety medication. Oh, okay, yeah. And I was like, hey, sorry, I had to come back for my doctor's appointment. And then I was like, I figure this is a good time to tell you I was at the doctor's because I have anxiety 
and it was a checkup because I'm coming off my anxiety oh, yeah. medication. I just wanted to let you know, unless that kind of like weirds you out and you don't know how to deal with anxiety, like I figured I'd tell you early on that it's like something I deal with in my life. And then I was like, no, like no fucking way. I was like, me too. Mm-hmm. I was like, I fucking have anxiety too. Mm-hmm. And it was like, at that moment, I was like, this is amazing. Like this, finally I can talk to somebody about it. She can talk to me about it. And like, we both can like kind of, cause I was already anxious to go there and she was already anxious to see me. And I was like, finally, like, mm-hmm. this is so good. And so like, it was basically like a big, like hurrah, like we did it. You know, we finally met somebody that understands anxiety and all this stuff. And it was like really, really good. Mm-hmm. And like, it was basically like a, it sounds funny. Like both of us are like, yes, we both have anxiety. Yeah, we can. But like at the same time, it's like that way the other person knows. Right. Yeah. And I think at any point in a moment, like if I could switch my anxiety with you, I would. Cause like, I don't care about puking. Frick, I'll puke every day. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Great. But anyways, if we could switch anxieties, we would be cured because I would be like, I don't care. So it's weird that like everybody has like their own version of anxiety. You yeah. know what I mean? Like some, so when I first let me know when I can finish my story oh yeah sorry <laughs> go on when you first <laughs> when I first met Rachel and we were hanging out at her, her uh, house and stuff I remember we went to go get uh, tea at this place and she was like can we please leave like I gotta go now yeah. and so when we first met it was basically like because I'm an extrovert Rachel's an introvert and I like doing things and she kind of likes just like you know kind of keeping things quiet if she can every I now like then. doing things no she likes doing things but <laughs> I just don't like doing things all the time yeah. every day <laughs> and so kind of like kind of like being together helped her kind of get out of her like her shell of like being in the house all the time so it really helped out a shit ton because i'd be like well come on let's just go here and like even though she was anxious i would be there and go okay you know we can leave and eventually now it's like we go places and she's fine for the most part. For the most part. Yeah. Like sometimes you'll have like that random day where you're like, oh, I feel like shit. I feel anxious or blah, 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 yeah. You know? So it's a lot, a lot better. So I think having the the people that are there to like understand it and like know what's up and not just say, okay, like you're just feeling like shitty today. Like it's just one of those days. Cause I, like I could tell like my ex was, would get very angry. Like when I was like, I'm anxious. Like I remember one time I was, uh, I was gaming and I had like a, I had like a, my back just started like feeling like somebody stabbed me in the back and I was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, oh, you're just anxious. And we went to the hospital and I found out that I had a collapsed lung. So it was like one of those things where she was mad the entire time and just said, and all these doctors were like, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. And then this one doctor was like, why don't we just take an x-ray just to make sure everything is okay. And she's like, I sw- and like, I remember her saying, I swear to God, if, if you are, if there's nothing wrong with you and you're just anxious, I'm going to be so pissed at you. I'm going to yell at you the whole way home. And I remember she said that. And then as soon as she said that, the doctor walked into the room and said, by the way, you have a collapsed lung. We have to keep you here in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And I was like, see, and I like the doctor left. I'm like, see, I told you. And she's like, oh my God. And she started crying. She's like, I'm so sorry. So it's like those things that people don't understand anxiety, like are just clueless, you know? Mm-hmm. You're up. <laughs> so I would, my moral, the moral, my like, you know, topic or my moral, like the thing that I was just saying was that it's good to have, you know, somewhat of a relationship that like, even, not to say you both have have to have anxiety, but as long as you know what it is, it's mm-hmm. easier to kind of understand and be like, okay, I, like it does feel shitty and blah blah blah. blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so. Back, I was living in London, <laughs> and I was barely leaving the house, and I was feeling terrible, and I was depressed, and had super anxiety. I remember I used to, like, start having a panic attack, and I literally wouldn't sleep all night. I would sit, like, shaking, like, on the floor for, like, eight hours all through the entire night, like, freaking out, until finally at, like, eight o'clock in the morning, I just, like, fell asleep from exhaustion. And at the time, I was working from home, so I was, like... 
Oh, dog. <laughs> Should I pick up Saber? I was she... working from home, so I didn't have to, like, think... Because I couldn't hold a job outside of the house. Like, yeah. I was so... Like, I, there was no way I, at that time I could have, like, gone into, like, work and done something. I just couldn't. I couldn't. So I found work, like, work from home. I didn't make very much, but it was enough, like, you know, to survive at the time. Yeah. And it got to the point that I was just like, I can't, like, function like this anymore. And at the time, I was probably 23... 23 years old probably and I was still if you're under 25 years old in Canada um I and I was still considered like under my parents coverage so I was able to get therapy and not have to pay for it right so until you're 25 or something like that um so I found a therapist and I started going to therapy appointments and I did go on medication um which was I forget what it was what kind it was but it was for depression and anxiety. And at the time, I 100% am, like, glad I did it. Like, it definitely was, like, what I needed. Because it helped enough that I could, like, function. Like, enough that I could, like, go to the grocery store. And, like, you know, do the normal things. I still had really bad anxiety, but I could, like, function still. Um, it did have, like, some side effects. But, like, nothing horrible. Um, and then eventually, like, moved back home. And, like, that relationship ended. And I was just, like, living in an apartment on my own. And I was... Finally to a point where I was like, okay, I want to see like, cause it was, I probably was on it for like about a year. I was like, I want to see what it's like to like, to try and do this without medication, but you can't just like stop. You have to like wean yourself and off. And that's the scary part about that. Stuff. Yeah. Like you can't just stop because like you'll get really sick. So I had, to, you'll have like withdrawals essentially. So I had to like, you know, go from like one pill every day to like, you know, miss one and then like cut it down to like one every other day. And then you have to like very slowly and then they, they'll like put your dosages down. So if you start at like, I don't remember what it was. Say you start at like a hundred milligrams well down to like 75, then 50. Then. Yeah. So it was like a super long process. It took like a couple months and then finally I was off and it still was pretty bad. Like I, like we were, you were saying, like I didn't really like going out places cause I would have panic like when I was out and the fear was always like what sucks about my anxiety it's like a double wham is that like when Travis gets anxious your heart rate increases yeah when I get anxious I feel nauseous <laughs> so that is my fear is being sick so like my anxiety literally causes what I'm anxious of yeah it's so so stupid it's so frustrating so it's like I would get anxious I would feel nauseous and then the nausea would make me anxious and then the anxious would make me it's just like an endless circle yeah so, um, I don't know, just like lots of hard work and like years of like, you know, being pushed and pushing myself to try and do things mm -hmm. more and more and more. And like, it slowly got better, but that doesn't mean that like, I'm a hundred percent. Like in the winter, I struggle a lot. I think the winter sucks because you're like always indoors and like, you're like, what For the me, hell? For me, it's cold and flu season, oh, yeah. which is like, that's causes me a lot of stress and it's just, yeah, you're super dark outside i get like super i get like sad like seasonal affective disorder so like you just feel like blah in the winter I think because it's so dark that. yeah for sure um so that like makes it worse and then i just start like focusing on like how i feel instead of like you know in the yeah. summer it's so like i usually feel like pretty great in the summer like you wake up and it's sunny and there's things to do and like Especially this past summer. Like, we could go yeah. swimming. We could... Like, I had a great time. I really can't remember, like, feeling that anxious. No. And then this winter, I've just been, like, kind of a mess. Well, that's the thing is, like, when I was... 
I was like, okay, I'm like, blah, 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 you know, like leading up to Christmas. And I'm like, why am I so anxious? And I'm like, I think, I think it's like this every year. Yeah. Cause like, every this year. is the and year. And I kind of forget how bad it is. Yeah. Happens. Like this is a, cause like Christmas is always a time that the person that I talked about, like passed away or whatever. Yeah. And, um, and so I never really associate that with that, but I'm like, oh yeah, it's literally this, it's literally on Christmas. Then you have like to meet up with all your family. You have to make sure everyone's happy. You have to try to like plan for new year's. And it's just like all this shit all at once. And I think it was yeah. it was just, you know, a whole ball of wax that kind of like why the anxiety was so bad. Um, but I definitely think that now that I know, like, it's really, it's really odd. But like I said, like taking that, taking like a daily um, multivitamin has honestly like freaking like helped a shit ton. Mm-hmm. And my mom has always said like, oh, you know, uh, you know, you got to have magnesium, blah, 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 blah. And like I started reading like online, like all the, all the benefits about vitamins and anxiety, like and how you know people would say things well if you take you know medication um like that's what it kind of um induces like the stuff that like you know kind of helps with anxiety and stuff because the thing about going to the gym is it helps with um it like it like releases like a thing in your brain that like helps you kind of you know not care about anxiety like kind of what's it called again endorphins endorphins yes and so um that's why people say like exercise is great um, but the thing is that for me is if I'm anxious and my heart's going fast, I'm not going to go run because I'm going to feel like shit. You know what I mean? Because I'm going to like my heart's going to go faster. Um, but now that I'm like that, I'm doing all that stuff. So I think like, you know, if if you're out there and you're anxious uh, for me, like, you know, I don't know if you're what well, you're kind of, you know, coping mechanisms or whatever you use. But for me, I think that definitely try everything else. I'm not saying if you're already on medication, sure, like for sure, continue to do it because if that works for you, that works for you. I'm sure you guys have probably already tried all your things. But for me, my cures were uh, were going to the gym, getting a gym membership and just going. The thing about, go- people always like uh, fear about going to the gym and I think you should never be- fear about going to the gym. It's easier to go with somebody that can push you. Um, and then once you're in that routine, you feel like almost like, Imagine, imagine was like somebody was like, "Oh, did you eat breakfast today?" And you're like, "Oh shit!" Like that's kind of like the feeling that not going to the gym feels like. If you don't go to the gym, you you feel like, "Oh damn it, I missed I missed I missed breakfast yesterday, and I have to have it tomorrow." Like that sort of that sort of feeling happens, and um and you know that like it makes you feel good. Plus, obviously, like you get exercise and all that stuff. So I think for me, like definitely going to the gym uh, or some sort of exercise helps a lot. The reason why I say go in the gym is because when you're paying for a gym membership, you kind of feel like you have not an obligation, but you're like, I'm paying for it. I got to use it. You know what I mean? And so like, that's, that was my help. And then obviously like recently I just started taking vitamins and it seemed to help quite a lot. Um, and the big thing is for anxiety is just like knowing that nothing bad is going to happen. Uh, it's hard to kind of like feel, you know, feel that, um, the, the shitty part is getting over the fact like we're supposed to go to TwitchCon next year. And I'm like, God damn. I'm like, what if I'm anxious the entire time? You know? And like, now I know, Sorry. Sorry. As a person with anxiety, that's just like part of your life. Yeah, and now you kind I... of just have to accept that. Like, yeah, I might go and I might be anxious the entire time, but like, I'm still gotta experience life. Exactly. Like, you can't if you can't control it, then just don't let yeah. it. Just don't control it. Just do and, it anyway. And like now, and like so, one of the things that happened recently was before I left on the trip, my mom was like, and I swear, my mom can be like a very big anxiety inducer, like all the time. Like before I go on the trip, she knew I was anxious, and the words that she said was, "Remember, you have to get health insurance because I heard, I read a story that somebody had a very bad uh, thing happen to them, and they had to pay one hundred sixty thousand dollars when they were there." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Thank you." <laughs> yeah. You couldn't have just said, "Have a great trip." I can't wait to hear all about it. Mm-hmm. You know. And so that immediately went into my brain, and I was like, if I have anything to do with my heart, or if I have like any kind of medical thing, or if I like have to call nine one one for some reason, I have to pay a lot of money, 
the and thing is, is that this wouldn't happen because through my work we have we travel have, insurance yeah and like so when i went to the therapist she's like why would you even think about that you have travel insurance like the thing that we hap- have health insurance yeah that, that, that thing that for- that thing that happened to that person was like a one in a million chance that he didn't actually have any insurance at all yeah and i was like you're right so like the thing is, is like sometimes people can, you know, can say things that they, they you know, they want you to be cautious because obviously parents want you to be cautious, but, mm-hmm. you know, in, in, in turn it like triggers something else. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like you always have to be, you know, worry about like if you're, if somebody tells you they're anxious, you know, and they're, they're anxious about, you know, spiders being in their room or something like that, don't tell them to put trap, spider traps in your room because that's just going to make them think more about spiders. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it's stuff like that, that if somebody around you has anxiety, try to realize you know, maybe avoid talking about certain things that can trigger their anxiety. Also realize that, like, they're very aware that it's not a rational fear. Yeah, exactly. And they can't help it. They're not, we're not stupid. <laughs> like, I'm very aware that my fear is irrational and doesn't make any sense. But yeah. that doesn't make it not there. Like, yeah. I can tell myself a, a thousand times, like, you have nothing to worry about. This is crazy. Why are you afraid of this? And it still will be a fear. Like, I just, yeah. it's just, it is what it is. Yeah. So what's your, what's your kind of like, coping. not coping, but like, what's your kind of like helping thing? Like that's helping I a find lot. that if I, I have to, um, like take a step back and like let myself, I get very caught up in things. I feel like, um, especially like it's been, I've been quite anxious the past few weeks and I think it's because I'm doing so much. Like yeah. I have to like. Be like, you know what? I need to take a day or like do an activity or something that lets me be calm. Because if I'm doing too much and I start getting stressed about this, okay, well, what's the next thing I have to do is this. What's the next thing I have to do is this. And then I start getting, and it like snowballs. So I definitely have to like remember to let myself like do something that makes me feel good. Yeah. Like if I start forcing myself to do too many things, then it'll just get worse and worse and worse. And I'll, I'll just like have like a... I'll have like a break where I like, you know, have a complete meltdown panic attack and I lose it. Yeah. So, and then that can't, I mean, that's okay if that happens, but the struggle is that like, if it happens at work or something, then <laughs> there I am at work in the middle of a meeting with a customer and I'm, you know, having a meltdown yeah. and you have to pretend like nothing's happening. So it's quite stressful. So for example, yesterday we, um, all our friends had, was inviting everyone over to play board games. And I was like, you know what? Like, just have a day. I'm not going to go. Like, I have to say no to things and be like, I'm going to stay home. I'm going to, like, do a painting. I'm going to watch... Like, something that just makes me feel calm and happy because if I'd forced myself to go, I probably would have just been... Continued to be anxious. Yeah. Whereas, like, for me, I feel like I need... Not that I need the distraction, but I feel like sometimes it's better to have a distraction for me. So I always, like, try to do things and stay busy. Yeah. And, I mean, I still do things, but I do things that make me feel calm. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll get myself, like, a meal I really like or I'll cook something or I'll, like do some therapeutic cleaning or all something like that where it's just me because like we said i'm more of an introvert yeah so if i just keep forcing myself to do extrovert things sure it's good like on a normal day yeah but if i'm super anxious and i keep forcing myself to do things that make me anxious to a certain extent it it reaches a point where it's gonna make me go in the other direction yeah and i have to like go back and like recharge my batteries for a while i think a lot of it come i think a lot of things that help is continuously like breaking down that wall of i'm anxious i'm always going to be anxious because like for me it's like recently i've been i've been um do you want to close the door so the uh, heater was like hey you're cold down there okay let's turn it on <laughs> and the heater's like super loud um but for me i find that breaking down like that like pyramid of like okay i'm you know i know why i'm anxious 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 i'm gonna be fine i'm gonna be fine i'm gonna be fine and eventually like 
especially now, like, I'm like, I'm going to be fine. Like, no matter what happens, everything's going to be good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and like, it's just getting back into that groove of stuff. Because once you, once you kind of, like, are anxious, and, like, for me, once, once like, six doctors all told me, like, you're going to be fine. I'm like, okay, let's rationalize this and think, okay, if I, like, I'm an IT person. If somebody, if six people told you hey your computer's working perfectly fine chances are your computer's working fine Mm -hmm. and six doctors said travis everything's fine they've all taken my blood pressure they all said you're you know everything looks great you know blah 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 you're perfectly fine so it's like one of those things is like just keep just keep telling yourself it's going to be okay and like it's not going to be like an overnight thing but i think eventually down the road like things can get better i also find that like finding the thing that makes you feel more comfortable is good like, for me, I always plan, if I can feel like I have an ex- exit strategy, it makes me feel a lot better. Yeah. Like, if I can find some, like, bit of control over the situation, usually it, like, relieves a bit of my anxiety. Like, if I'm having a day where I'm feeling, like, super anxious and I'm starting to feel nauseous and we're about to go to, like, someone's birthday. Mm-hmm. If I can be like, I'm going to drive and I'm not going to bring anyone with me, that way that if I want to leave, like that on a moment's notice, say like the worst scenario in my head happens and I'm sick or someone else is sick, I can just get in my car and leave. Yeah. Like I have nothing that, and usually that's enough to get me like, to be like, okay, I have control of the situation. Even if the worst case scenario happens, I'm fine. And 99.99% of the time, I never have to use that exit strategy. A lot of the times it's don't you let, know? Yeah, a lot of the times it's not letting your anxiety control what you do, too. Cause like, yeah, I, but I think, to a certain extent, it's going to. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it depends on... I think it's on, finding ways to, like, minimize and make yourself feel like you have some control. Yeah, like, I, it's kind of crazy, but, like, not crazy, but I, I know a lot of streamers don't like streaming with a webcam. Um, and it's a lot of it from what I'm hearing is like from anxiety. People are just like, oh, I don't want people to see me. Like, what if I, you know, I don't want people to kind of judge me and stuff like that. And a, a lot of that stuff on streaming is kind of like scary because, you know, sometimes people will, will look at my stream and they'll be like, oh, are you okay today? Is everything okay? And I'm like, are they saying that because like I look sad because I'm anxious or not sad, but I look like anxious. Mm-hmm. And you know, on internally, I'm thinking all these things, but then I still have to like act like nothing's happening and I'm okay. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so, it's one of those things where it's hard to, you know, it's a lot of it's a lot of work to have, um, not a lot of work, but it's it's a lot to build yourself up to, uh, like especially like the week of me being anxious, you know, pressing like go live and being like, okay, I'm gonna be stuck in this position. I can't just stop my stream at any point in time because everyone's gonna go, is Travis okay? Well, is you it? could. It's I thing, could. Right? I could. Right. And the thing is, is that, like, then eventually I'm like, you know what? Who cares? Like, I'm going to be fine. Like, everything's going to be great. And mm-hmm. sure enough, like, I've been fine after that. Like, I've, I I had a few days of streaming where I was just super anxious. I got off the stream and I was just like, I'm so tired, mm-hmm. you know. But then, but then I realized I'm like, this is just, you know, because of the shitty weather outside, you know, all that other stuff. And like I said, it just eventually I just kind of slowly got back to my normal, my, my normal routine. And I think, like, people talk about all the time. They're like, oh, you know. Uh, I got to take some time from streaming and I got to just like, you know, just regather my thoughts and stuff like that. And like sometimes like that, like I, I, I think, OK, maybe I should take today off and stuff. But then I'm like, if I take today off, then I'm going to want to take tomorrow off. Not necessarily. No, I, I know for me, it's not necessarily taking a day off just to like hang out. It's because of anxiety is what I'm referring to. So I, for me, it's like if I give into anxiety and I and I prevent it from me like streaming or hanging out with friends then the next day I'm going to be like, I'm still anxious. Cause that was, that's what was happening for me. I was like, well, you know, I'm, I'm anxious. I, maybe I should not stream today. But then instead of letting the anxiety control me, I just went ahead and I streamed and I felt great. You know what I mean? So see, that's how you know that there's like 
no one set way to deal with it. No, exactly. Because, like, for me, that would just make it worse. Exactly. Like, for me, I have to sometimes take a step back and be like, my body is telling me something and maybe I need to slow down for a little bit. And then a lot of times the next day I'll wake up and I'll be like, oh, thank God I, like, let myself relax. Now I feel, like, so much less stressed. Yeah. And I can get back to, like, my life. Whereas for you, it's like, you'll just, it'll make it worse for you. Yeah, because I know that for me, if I give in, then I'm like... Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Then I'm just giving into the anxiety, and at that point, it's, the anxiety is taking over and doing everything mm-hmm. that it wants to do. Whereas for me, like I can picture in my head times where I've been like out somewhere and like completely freaking out and like definitely needing to leave, and I've made myself stay, and then I get so exhausted because I have like a four-hour-long panic attack where I'm just like on edge for four hours, and then the next day I wake up and I feel like crap. Like I just feel exhausted. I feel sick because I've just like stressed my body out so much. Yeah. Whereas if I had just, like, removed myself from that situation, the next day I would have felt fine. Yeah. And it's like, what am I really losing? Like, you know, an hour of hanging out with friends yeah. versus, like, ruining my whole entire next day. Right. It's just different, right? It is different, yeah. yeah. And that's why I think that, like, everybody has to have that, you know, that person that's there to be like, okay, hey, this is happening and understanding what's going on instead yeah. of just being like, oh, well, I don't I can't relate to it, so I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? What you're going to have, like, sometimes people are like, hey, you know, my husband has anxiety, but my wife doesn't have anxiety. You know, I just try to like pick, you know, try to try to give, don't, if you have extreme anxiety and the other person has no anxiety at all, try to explain to them like what it feels like rather than just being like, I have anxiety. Cause I think, yeah. I think a lot of the times it's like, people don't get it. You know, people are just like, like we have friends that have never experienced anxiety and I'm, I'm, I'm like, dude, I look up to you, you know, like that's yeah, crazy. You know, nice. imagine, what not, is your life imagine like? like not stressing about anything. Imagine just, going through a full day without ever like having those thoughts. <laughs> it's just crazy. So and I think that, like, you know, if you take the time to go and be like, hey, imagine, like, you felt like this or something like that, and, like, they kind of start to understand, like, how you feel, then it's... And maybe they don't yeah. understand, yeah. but, I mean... But it just d- definitely doesn't If you help. don't have a lot of anxiety and, I guess, just try and, like, have an open mind about if someone's telling you, like, even if it sounds crazy, yeah, that they're probably telling you the truth and, like, you know, just try and be as understanding and ask them. I think that the a good thing to do would be to ask them, like... In a, when they're not anxious, when they're feeling normal, just yeah. be like, hey, the next time this happens, like, what can I do or say that would make you feel better? Because mm-hmm. they know more than anyone else, like, what they need in that situation. Whether it's, like, distract me or, like, give me a hug or, like, you know, put on a move, like, whatever it is. So that the next time it happens, you don't have to feel, like, scared to say the wrong thing or do the wrong yeah. thing. The, the thing is, is that... We live in a good situation, in a better situation, I should say, because healthcare here is free. So we mm-hmm. can talk to as many doctors as we want and be fine. Yeah. Where I feel like if I was in the States or a country that didn't even have like any healthcare, can whatsoever, you imagine how many medical bills we would have? I don't even know. You know what I mean? The amount like, of times that we've gone to the And that's what, that's what scares me is that like, I feel like, I feel like, not to say like Canadians like have it easy in that sense, but it's kind of one of those things where if I was in America, like if I was in the States, um, I would have to just be like, whatever and just get over it you yeah. know what i mean and i think that's kind of like maybe you know not to say like um not to say a better situation to be in but i'm saying that like sometimes uh you know i feel bad because like people are like yeah i have to you know i have to pay all this money to go i'm like i couldn't even imagine that yeah. like i don't know it's just crazy yeah. the only thing i've ever had to pay money for would be like a prescription and it's yeah. not even a full amount it's no. like you know five bucks i know it makes me feel bad for all the people it's that crazy. are like you know but 
I think all in all, we're it's just, definitely lucky. We are. I think in a situation like this, you know, we just want to talk about anxiety, tell you our side of the story, so you guys know that, you know, even if I'm streaming and I'm and I look okay, you know, sometimes I'm anxious. Um, but I mean, you know, I, lately I've been fine. It's not to the point where I'm gonna like freak out and you know run run away or anything like that. But I think that like, yeah, I think in some cases it's you know it's always it's always good to know that somebody uh you know that you're that you don't even think that could have anxiety definitely you know has it as well too especially if you guys can relate to it as well too and if any of you go to twitchcon and i freak out yeah it's not because i don't like you yeah it's just because you're anxious it's just because i'm anxious yeah. <laughs> but i mean for me these things have been working really really well the bad the, actually we've i've had like the past two D sessions i was like anxious the entire time and like on edge that happens and it's to me sometimes. very 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 hard to pay attention to what rob is saying when i'm super anxious because i'm like anxious and then rob's talking to me and i'm like well I don't know. I'm like, I don't understand what you're saying. You know, so I have to kind of catch up and stuff. But the last session, I felt great. And I think it's just, like I said, I, I think a lot of it is to just to do with, um, you know, getting over this crappy, like, winter. And I've always, every time it's winter, I'm like, Rach, we should live in California. <laughs> I'm like, let's just go to California. She's like, like, we can never afford that. She's We're like, not. you know, we can't do and that. And you also just can't. I know. So... And it's just because, like I said, it's shitty here. You don't go outside. You don't have the sun, blah, blah, blah. The sun makes you happy, all that other stuff. So it's like yeah. I'm you know, now that I'm taking my vitamins and, like, going and working out, I'm feeling, like, really, really good. So I'm very happy. And I think eating, too. Like, eating, like, if I don't eat for a while, then I start to feel kind of, like, you know, not anxious, but kind of, like, hangry anxious kind of thing. So, but, uh, yeah, we just wanted to kind of have a little podcast, kind of talk about it and kind of give you our sides of the story so you guys can relate to it or talk about maybe like what you think about it or kind of, you know, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. So have anything else to talk about? No. But anyways, guys, that is our episode 10. So we've done 10 episodes of podcasts. Grab that dog. Uh, Saber, come here. Saber is literally sleeping and stretching. Um, so we've done 10 episodes. Guys, thank you so much uh, for honestly... Uh, listening if you're still listening to the podcast and supporting on pa- on patreon i appreciate it a ton honestly like it means a lot to us because um you know we want this to be kind of like a thing that we continue to do and do and do uh, more and more so hopefully as we kind of tweak the format of it it gets better yeah i don't Not that i think it's been bad but no. i think that we definitely have room to grow one thing i want you guys to do if you guys feel free is you know comment on the in the discord channel be like hey travis you know we like the podcast, but maybe you could do this different or maybe this or whatever. You know, we want to keep the, the podcast because, you know, for us podcasts, I don't really listen to them that much. But I know the four, I know like how they are. Like obviously some podcasts are around, uh, you know, different topics, like specifically like you watch like murder documentaries or listen to murder, murder podcasts. Sometimes I'll listen to like IT podcasts and stuff. So most podcasts can be whatever you want. And we just wanted it to be like kind of like a, a neutral thing where we just talk about random stuff doesn't matter what it is so it's always different every time because if we just only talked about like you know legos or something like that you guys might be like i don't care about legos i also know nothing about legos yeah exactly so um but yeah so next week we will be here on next sunday uh, with another podcast and i appreciate all the support guys seriously thank you so much and we will see you guys and so does rachel (laughs) we will see you guys in the next one and saber is waving goodbye if you guys 
want to see the video, make sure that you guys check out on Patreon. If you're just listening to Spotify for free, uh, that is great as well too. But if you ever want to see the video, um, make sure to check out Patreon for that. Uh, in the future, possibly, uh, I, I know that we talked about maybe releasing the video for free on YouTube um, after like a period of like maybe two or three months. So we might end up doing that. So if you guys are curious what I'm talking about, if you're listening for free right now, uh, you don't unfortunately get the video. But I was thinking that uh, about two months after we do the episode, we might air it on uh, YouTube, which we did for the first episode. Uh, so Patreon will basically get the episode instantly. There wouldn't be any delay. Uh, but then about a month or two after, we would release the episode on YouTube. I haven't decided that for sure yet. I'm going to talk to some of the Patreons, see how they feel about that, um, and kind of go from there. Um, but anyways, guys, we will see you guys in the next episode. Thanks again, guys, for listening to our anxiety session. I appreciate you guys listening. Thank you. Bye.